Joshua chapter 2. This chapter started off by telling us that Jesus returned to Capernaum and the great crowd followed him as usual, pressing to hear him preach the word of God. And there was no room for anyone to get in or out of the house that Jesus stayed in. There were four men who brought in a man who was paralyzed and lay in bed, but they couldn't go to where Jesus was because of the crowd. So they, they decided to go up to the roof of the house and pulled it open while they lifted their friend who had palsy down the rooftop to where Jesus was sat right in front of Jesus. Jesus, seeing their face in him, was impressed by their action and said to the man who was sick, that song, your sins are forgiven. But there were some scribes sat in the house with Jesus to hear him. And when they heard what Jesus had said to the man who was sick, that his sins were forgiven, they said in their hearts that this man speaks blasphemy. For no one can forgive sin except God. And Jesus, knowing what was in their hearts, asked them, which, is this, which of these is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you or to say, take up your bed and walk. But I will show you that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins. Then Jesus said to the man, stand up, take up your bed and go home. And the man immediately got up, picked up his mat and went home. And everyone who was there and had seen what had just happened were astonished. And they wondered that they had never seen this type of miracle. Then Jesus walked along the shores of Galilee, and great crowd also followed him. And Jesus said to Levi, the son of Alphaeus, who sat at the office, for he was a tax collector. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. And he left everything and followed him. Then Jesus went to the house of Levi and sat at the table with other tax collectors and other men of disrepute. And the Pharisees said to Jesus' disciple, Why is it that Jesus sat with this caliber of people? Then Jesus answered and said to them, People who are well do not need the physician, but those who are sick. And Jesus said to them, I have not come to call respectable people, but outcasts. And some of the scribes asked Jesus, Why the disciples of John and the Pharisees were fasting? And the disciples of Jesus were in fasting. Jesus answered them and said, As long as the bridegroom is with them, and they do not need to fast. But a time will come when the bridegroom will, be, will return, taken away from them, and then they will need to fast. Then Jesus and his disciples were walking on a cornfield on the Sabbath, and the disciples of Jesus were picking the ears of corn and eating it. And the Pharisees said this and called to Jesus, It is against our law to do such on the Sabbath. But Jesus told them, Have you not read what David did at the temple with Abiata? When Abiata was the chief priest at the time, how he ate the bread at the temple meant for only the chief, the high priest. And he even gave some of it to his men. Jesus then said, the Sabbath day was meant for man and not man for the Sabbath. I hope you enjoyed the reading. I'll go on further to just say some of the lessons I've learned from this scripture. The first lesson I learned is 
Jesus loves it when we demonstrate our faith in him. Remember how the men, how they opened the rooftop and brought their friends down in just in front of Jesus because they, they were so much crowd, they couldn't get through to where Jesus was sat. So Jesus, well, no matter where you are, you can actually demonstrate your faith. Faith is believing. Believing that those things which are not seen truly exist. Believing in Jesus. Believing that he can do anything. Believing that he can reach you where you are. He can touch you. Believing in Jesus. I believe today. The word of God says as far as long as it is today, we should keep believing. We should keep believing. We should keep believing. Yesterday is gone. Today we are renewed. Renewed in our faith. Renewed in our belief in Jesus. I pray the Lord will help us to keep believing in him. And then um, I learned something from our pastor in TRM Church at the time. He's talking about faith and belief. TRM Church Preston, actually. He said, now, he read the scripture about this man that was, um, that he called Jesus to heal his daughter. And then Jesus asked him that it's only possible when you believe. And the man said, Lord, help my own belief. You know, at that point, he explained what that really meant. It meant believing that jesus wants the best for us believing that jesus wants to heal us believing that jesus loves us he doesn't like the situation we are in not just believing that yes is god he can do all things but in your own personal life do you believe he wants to take you out of any unpleasant situation to a situation where to a a very good um, condition for your life just believe in him he knows every one of us by our name so let's believe and since then my the dimension of my faith actually changed that yes it's not just asking God for what I desire or what I want him to do, but believing that he, he loves me personally. He loves I, Esohek, and he wants the best for me. So that's another dimension of faith. So the second lesson I've learned is staying in your place of assignment and doing your work diligently is also part of God's plan for our lives. You can meet with Jesus even in your workplace. And also your relationship with the people you work with also matters. In other words, you are where you are for a reason. I am where I am for a reason. So Jesus expects us to be a light wherever we are or where we go and represent the kingdom. Jesus met with Levi at his place of work. And I also noticed that when, Jesus, when Levi followed Jesus, he wasn't alone. Other tax collectors also followed Jesus because Jesus sat at the table and it was when he was at Levi's house with other tax collectors. Then my prayer is that Lord Jesus, please help me to understand and know that you have placed me in my office for a reason. And there are other lessons you want me to learn while I am there. You want me to love the people there and also to bring them to Jesus. Father, please make me make my life a living example that others will love to follow jesus because of the way you have helped me to live and also show good example particularly in my place of work in jesus name amen jesus always has the right that jesus always has the right answer to silence any every bullying of the pharisees who always wants to discredit what he does or questions what he says with an evil motive now, the third lesson I've learned is relationship. Jesus wants us to have a genuine and cordial relationship with him, like that of a father and a son. Because when Jesus' disciples were picking the years of corn on the Sabbath, Jesus related it to what 
David and his men did at the temple by eating the bread meant for the high priest. Now here I see the level of relationship Jesus wants us to have with him or with God, which brings about freedom with him. Jesus wants us to love him as a son loves his father. And he wants and he is very free with the father and not like the servant who always obeys the master but born out of fear and not love. Jesus, yes, Jesus wants us to be obedient to him, but he wants it to come out of love. Obedience out of love, not out of fear. Yeah, there's, there's a fear of God that we should have in order to keep us from doing sinning, doing anything evil. But at the same time, it's more like reverence, it's more like respect but this one is not um, is not the fear of a master to a servant to a master who is fearful you know but it's that of a son to a father so god wants jesus wants us to love him to come to him to to be free with him and then when we make mistakes so we should go to him and lord we are sorry and believe that he has forgiven us remember the first lesson we learned was about faith jesus likes it when we demonstrate our faith in him so these are the lessons I've learned. I hope that you have enjoyed this reading. God bless you.